0: As Confucius said, the man or the woman who chases two rabbits catches none. So if you're spread too thin, you think you're winning because you think you're diversified, but you're not really diversified. You're just really not good at anything. I was talking about this yesterday with Russell Brunson. You have to find your superpower. And so your one superpower was taking this industry where normally it was white, older male dominated. And you said, not everybody wants to deal with people like that. Let me find and build a $100 million company solely off of focus on what everybody else is missing. What's up, everybody? I got a special guest today. Tell him what's up. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, put the Dodgers hat back on. We're going to give away this Apple Watch. We're talking to Hal. Mr. Patrick Bet, tell me the origin of the name.
1: Assyrian, Bet David. Because I know House that's not David.
0: But Bet David, it's hyphenated, and it that is.
1: means House of David. House it's of David. It's Assyrian.
0: So it's Christian. It is. Yeah. Yes. So he's built a hundred million dollar company, financial services. Uh, he's at. Stop by. Nice enough to stop by while he's in town, and uh, we're going to talk about how to grow, not just how to build and start a business, but growth. Some people build businesses and they, most people that build business, just so you know the statistic, I don't know if you've seen this, the IRS website, they call them solo entrepreneurs. Single earners that own their own business make 40, about $45,000 a year. The bad news about that is the average non-entrepreneur, person who works at McDonald's, you know, regular jobs, blah, makes 52,000. So people take a lot of risk by starting their own company and the average person doesn't make much. You gotta have a, what's called a premium on your risk or risk premium. You gotta make more money. If you take the risk, like if you could make the same amount of money at McDonald's, you might as well work at McDonald's. They're not going out of business. So let's start, you got a cool story. You were born in Iran. You were in a refugee camp. You made it to the United States. So you're kind of doing the American dream. It it is the American. I see you got a lot of Middle Easterners here as well, by the way, you know. (laughs) Armin's Mexican and
1: Persian. And yeah. Did you say Armin's Mexican? He's
0: Mexican and Persian.
1: Are Mexican, you really Mexican and Persian? Yeah. Really? What yeah. a combination. I know, I've never met him. That is fascinating He's to the me. only person. And then you had Alex over there. So yeah, I was born and raised in Iran. I uh, lived there 10 years. Yeah. Six weeks after Khomeini died, when we were living and we were getting bombed all this other mess. Six weeks after Khomeini died, we escaped to Germany. I okay. lived at a refugee camp in Germany for two years.
0: Do you remember that? I do, vividly. Was it traumatic? Was it like, what do you think?
1: So I was there when Germany won the World Cup. Uh, So that was good news. That was great news. I woke up the next day, went to school. Literally everybody was knocked out in the streets from celebrating because they won. Yeah. I went to school, realized school was shut down because they won the World Cup. But when I lived at the uh, refugee camp, I mean, you got people from Yugoslavia, you got people from Albania. Everybody's escaping this whole communistic system that didn't work and it's flawed or a dictatorship. And they're hoping to figure out a way to come to the States. Yes. So we lived there for about 18 months, 24 months, and then uh, got the green card, came to the States came here, came to America, came you to America. L.A.,
0: and then you yeah. made a ton of money. You take, let's talk, let's, let's throw this one out. The first tip, let's do the best, let's kind of do it in priority order. So number one tip, you grew for seven years from zero to hundred million if you only got one technique to, for sales and growth of a business. What's that technique?
1: Technique or focus? How about I, I tell yeah, you focus, focus. So Strategy, focus. anything. Yeah, I would tell you, I got very specific on my uh, target audience, okay. is what it was. So, for instance, you know, I started off with Morgan Stanley. You were a CFP before. Yeah. So, I started off Series 7, 66, 31, 26 Life and Health. You're going after accounts, yeah. half a million and up. You're, you're dealing with, you know, the affluent. And uh, that was a market that Morgan, Merrill, Goldman Sachs was going after. And so, I decided my market was going to be. Millennials and Gen X, huh, and okay. I'm looking for middle America. That became our uh, specific focus, so I knew exactly what I was looking for as an agent, and I knew exactly what I was looking for as a customer. On the yes. agent side, on the insurance side, you would know about this, uh, the average insurance agent and advisor today in America is a 59-year-old yeah. white male. Yes. Okay, so I'm a 30-year-old Middle Eastern male, which makes zero sense at the time, yeah. right? And then you saw uh, Barack Obama become a president. Yes. He becomes a president purely on social media and he becomes a president purely based on being able to connect with minorities, Hispanic community, he was very focused on that. And that's what we did. You know, Today we're 51% Hispanic, we are 54% women, which is absolutely an anomaly. Huh. Average agent is a 34 year old Hispanic female.
0: I was um, gonna say, you got a lot of Spanish females. We in it. do, it over yes. 50- we and do. you're in Texas, so a little bit more. It's like California. By the way, we
1: just moved to Texas 18 months ago. So okay. I, was, I was based out of Glendale. Headquarters was in Glendale. We moved to Dallas uh, 18 months ago. And so now we went from being in Northridge, California, originally with 60 plus agents to now uh, 5,100 in 49
0: states, including Puerto Rico. So if you're watching, the key takeaway, and I've seen this over and over, there's a great book on this by Gary Keller called The One Thing, basically, As Confucius said, the man or the woman who chases two rabbits catches none. So if you're spread too thin, you think you're winning because you think you're diversified, but you're not really diversified. You're just really not good at anything. And I was talking about this yesterday with Russell Brunson. It's like, you have to find your superpower. And so your one superpower was taking this industry where normally it was white, older male dominated. And you said, not everybody wants to deal with people like that. Let me find and build a $100 million company solely off of focus on what everybody else is missing.
1: No doubt, and so you know the blue ocean formula. I mean, yes. you've the, read you, the new blue ocean shift, I think yep. is the new one they're talking about where it's more people driven. That formula of figuring out a way to differentiate yourself, it's, it's actually effective in every single industry you look at. A lot of people ask me a question and they say, Pat, what industry should I get involved in? I'm sure you get that all yeah. the time. Should I get involved in this? Should I get involved in that? Should I do this? There are many ways to make money if you figure out a way to tap into a market that no one's paying attention to. Yeah. And you know the four steps, find a way to minimize. Okay. So for us, everybody was doing BD, broker dealer. Yes. And you're seeing the direction the financial industry is going with regulating everything, we stepped away from BD.
0: Even though I'm a seven, six, purely fixed. So get smaller, actually. It's like, in order to make more money, get smaller. Minimize what you're going after. No doubt about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we we went, minimized that. We eliminated BD. Uh, We still have a BD, but it's not something we promote and we drop. Not not at all. Uh, We create. Broker
0: dealer. It basically means managing money.
1: Yeah. For those of you
0: who don't know what a broker dealer is.
1: So and then outside of that, you know, we what were the other four?
0: You said minimize. You got minimize.
1: You got to eliminate. Yep. You got to create. Yep. So we created a market that we're going after that they're not going after in the
0: marketplace. Yep. And then you have create, minimize, increase. So if you notice in that formula and this strategies, it's more about doing less stuff. Most people do too much stuff. Trust me. You know what I always say? Tell me. The whole goal should be work half as much with twice the results. It's even with working out. You see people in the gym, on the treadmill, nonstop. I had this neighbor. I, I have a, another house up in Hollywood Hills. And this guy, I would play basketball outside. He would come jogging by me. Every day since 2009 that I was there, he would come jogging around. The dude got fatter and fatter and fatter. And I was going, you got to job. I never said anything, but I wanted to say, first of all, whatever you're doing, stop. Because it's actually... unless your goal is to gain weight by jogging. Number two, he was doing too much. Like he could have done sprints. If he could have done 20 minutes of sprints was better than his two hour run. And so I feel like that's how most entrepreneurs are. They're like, Ty, I'm like grinding away. I'm working, I'm working. I'm like, yeah, but number one, you're working on the wrong thing. You haven't differentiated like you said. So you get a lot of guys
1: uh, that today, you know, they're all uh, looking at social media and well, you know, this has changed so much and uh, uh, what do I do, what's my strategy with Facebook, Instagram, all this other stuff. Take Tai Lopez okay. and no social media exists today. There is no Google AdWords. Mm-hmm. It is 1989, okay? okay? Uh-huh. What is your approach gonna be if it's 1989? Is it that dramatic of a different approach as a strategy in 1989 versus today?
0: No, it's just, I would, the same principles, it's just easier now. So, I mean, I would probably, now in 89, you'd still, so it's harder because back in 89, most of your businesses had a huge physical Harder 89 or harder? Harder 1989. By far, right? So, I would still do the same principles, which I basically like what you say. The reason people build a personal brand is because the one thing you can differentiate for sure is your personal brand. There's zero way somebody else can be you. So I would find markets that are competitive, yet I could put one twist to them, that all of a sudden it's blue ocean strategy, no competitor. Even in
1: 89?
0: Yeah, going okay. to finance. So here's yes. a follow-up
1: question follow too question with that. I'm here, you, you are running this thing, everybody's happy, you got a team. How do you know what you need next to hire in your team?
0: You know, here's the thing I think about hiring talent. Hiring for specific things. So if you just hire and you say, all right, now I need a marketing person. The problem is it's hard to teach an idiot who says he's good at marketing to actually be good. It's better to hire a maid that's a genius, and then you can go, forget cleaning my house. I'm going to teach you how to do marketing. So you'll let them evolve. Yeah, talent. Anywhere you meet talent, you should hire them. What's your approach? You got how many How many agents do you have?
1: 5,100 agents.
0: So you got 5,100 agents. So yeah. you're big scaling, you know, large. What do you look for in people? One of so the strategies to grow. You want to
1: talk operations or sales?
0: Let's talk about one at a time.
1: Okay, so let's to get operations. The, the,
0: the operations, okay. people in your
1: office. So first thing I do with operations is... When I'm first getting started, I make sure the one area that puts a lot of people out of business is compliance. Yep. So I need solid attorney. Yep. I need somebody that knows all the laws of whatever industry I'm a part of. Yep. Um, you know, the regulation, all that stuff. So I'm protected. These are the boring stuff. that yeah. Nothing is exciting about it, right? Yep. So that's step number one so on that side. So you have full-time side. attorney? I have full-time, okay.
0: three. And how yep. many accountants do you have? Uh,
1: we have a team. So we yeah. deal with a bigger, bigger accounting firm, firm that they have, have a team for yeah. us that they help us out. yeah. So we, we just had our audited financials being done for three years, and you know how it is when you're going through. It, that's a, you know, so these guys. One of
0: the most exciting things you can ever do, audited financials. It's uh, it's so exciting. One of the joys Let me tell life. you,
1: yeah, it's uh, <laughs> euphoric. <laughs> it's a good word. I have for a it, right?
0: friend that makes. Oh, I don't know. He probably makes a couple hundred million bucks a year. He lives here in LA. If you contact him around April 16th, he's grumpy, dude. He's the meanest guy in the world, and yeah. I'm like, why? He's like. If you saw the size of the fucking check I just wrote, you would be pissed every year. He's and gotta you, move to Texas, man. He's yeah, gotta, but if you give him a month, no, but some of it's federal tax too. If you give yeah, him a course. month, he's all he forgets about it. But just for April 16th to May 16th. He's cutting big checks. So, all right, so you did your audit of financials. So. so
1: first thing is compliance. I don't wanna worry about compliance because if I'm playing offense, I gotta play offense. Okay, okay. I gotta know. Uh, what my personality type is. Sometimes a CFO is starting a company, but they don't know how to drive a company, and they fail.
0: So, what personality type do you like? I,
1: f- what I like, or yeah. what I am. Yeah. What are you? What's so about that? I'm I'm probably an A. A is my first, and then I'm probably going to be in T, and then an R, and then an S. So I'm okay. going to be action, then probably uh, somewhat technical, then relationship, then uh, uh, structure. So, what test
0: do you like to use?
1: There's so many of them, but yeah. you typically get the same answer. Yeah. So for me, it's simple. I just use the STAR mm-hmm. uh, system I learned many, many years ago, and that's worked very effectively so for me. So
0: STAR, explain what that stands S- for. So
1: somebody who is, uh, for instance, I talked to me and I, uh, I asked her, I said, so Ty, when's his birthday? April 11th. 11th or April 11th? April 11th. Okay. So uh, is he organized? Is he meticulous? Is he detailed? Is he OCD? He's got a little OCD. He's got a little bit of this. Okay, great. So, you know, maybe a different personality out there. A is somebody that's absolutely driven, competitive, a chip, they're drivers, they, you know, if you're around them, you feel like you're gonna go do something big with, because they're always thinking about where they're going to next. But they also get distracted, because they're, you know, sometimes they're right. all over the place, right? Social entrepreneurs. Yes, A's need S's. S's, hey, uh, I have a vision, I'm an A, we're gonna go conquer the world. Great, first we need to build a bridge, the bridge is gonna cost us this, let's talk so to So the
0: him. S is the engineer? You need the S's. What's you, the S stand for? Structure, Structure.
1: system. Okay. Yeah. So then T, analytical, the, you thinker. Know, the thinker. Yeah. Uh, this may not be a good strategy, we gotta be careful this guy comes after us. And then you got the R, the relationship person that keeps people together. You yeah. know, the synergist, yeah. right? And so you're going back to the question about what I would do for, for a team. That's the first part on what I gotta not worry about with compliance, then it's about my funnels, right? So for for instance, for me, insurance business comes in, I gotta make sure that's being processed as effectively and efficiently as possible. So which one of it can I have? A technology drive, which one of it do I need hands-on? Yes. The more technology, the speed's higher, the less hands-on, less human error, you know, it's just more efficient if I have that. But regardless, I still need human touch here. So that systems here, compliance here, licensing here, conversion here, I'm good in this area. Then on social media marketing, then I start hiring CFOs, director of finance, payroll. You know, you want to make who, sure. Who
0: do you hire for your social media marketing? Who you have your I? own internal
1: team that yeah, helps you? I do. So what I do is my approach has been similar to what you just said. Right now, that's why I asked you. Obviously, in social media, you've done a phenomenal job with what you got right now on social media. Is I hired uh, Mario, for instance? I brought Mario in. Mm -hmm. Mario came and I said Mario we don't know nothing about social media Mm -hmm. you got to go figure out what to do So I told Mario you got 60 days I want you to go watch every video study every book go through every single thing come back and tell me what you got So he comes back Mm -hmm. and he says here's what I'm looking at I said here's what I want to do with Twitter. This is what I want to look at with Facebook This is what I want to do with this and we're going through that
0: part. What was the biggest kind of breakthrough Mario found for you?
1: Uh, for us, when we started a YouTube channel, originally, it was called Two Minutes with Pat, and not a single video was two minutes, except for the last one. They were <laughs> all seven minutes. So they said, Pat, we can't do two minutes with Pat Two anymore. minutes this, with Pat, okay. It's terrible. People were right? getting confused. <laughs> seven minutes. A seven but minutes. minutes. So finally, we said, what do we like to do? We like value. We like entertainment. So why don't we add it together, value and then we started value-tainment. Uh, I want to say in 2014, 15. And at the time we had 3,000 subscribers, 5,000 subscribers and we made it one keyword, entrepreneur. Today it's 450,000 subs and it's purely, you know, something we do on the side part-time, right? And we're learning, we're learning all the time. I mean, this is something where we're amateurs on the social media side. We don't sit there and we say, you know. And how do you take somebody
0: like insurance? which is not something that most people are like, you know what I want to scroll through on my Instagram feed? You know what I want to watch a YouTube video? The average person, yeah, yeah, life insurance, financials, (laughs) so you got a $100 million company. By the way, let me me give out, speaking of 100, let me give out 100 bucks to the person who's been listening. Where did Patrick, do you go by Pat or Patrick? Pat's fine. Pat, what country was the refugee camp he was in for several years as a child? What country? For a hundred dollars, I'll PayPal you. See who's paying attention. Oh, we're seeing a lot of Iran. No, Iran there is you where he was born. Let me give, I'm gonna give all the phones time to catch up. Facebook, for those of you, first Facebook crashed. Somebody said, let's get a hundred bucks. They forgot to put in the name. London, it's actually not a country, in case you didn't want to know, if <laughs> you didn't know, we gotta, he, nice. he went through the LA public school system. <laughs> he's like, what country are you from? London! It's a great country. It's. Rather small for a country. Okay, tell me when to stop, Mel. Stop. All right, we're on Instagram. Germany, Germany, I'll take that. You forgot to say like Jeopardy, what is Germany, Germany? Why do you say Germany, Germany twice? Is that a province? New York City, New York. <laughs> province of Germany. Where are you from? I'm from Germany, Germany. It's a small town named Germany inside Germany. Okay, 100 bucks, we'll pay you. So let's go back to this. I think we've done one or two. We talked about focus. We're talking about reading people. How do you get the agents? You've got your compliance, you've got your back-end, you've got the technology. Now you need salespeople based. Agents is another that's, word for salespeople. And yep. a lot of you, the first people you oh, should hire is, is salespeople. Yep. So what personality type is best for sales? Is it the relationship people? To do what, to develop or to produce? Because to it's produce, a different ballgame. To actually go out and sell people and stuff. A type is a, easy. Just a charismatic. A is easy. But to develop leaders,
1: I like S's the structure of people. I fully do, let me tell you, because they have, a, so they have a system on what they're gonna teach you. You know, yes. the, the, you look at a Bill Walsh, you, you, you probably read Bill Walsh's yep. book, he, he said Bill Walsh was known for six steps to this, eight steps to this, 12 steps to this. Bill would be an S first, right? Okay. So when there is six steps, eight steps, and you tell me, Pat, here's the eight steps to block in. Okay, boom, first step into it, then you, be you do football this. Guy? I'm a, I'm, an, I'm a sports guy. So okay, you yeah. talk sports. I'm a sports guy. Uh, so you have steps. So I like S's for developing. I like A's for selling. But you ask me how I develop a strong sales
0: team, testing people constantly. So you, do you hire people for short tests? Say, come work for me for a second. I watch how you respond. It's so it's, Is that in an interview, though, or have you already
1: hired oh, them? I have interviewed you. I'm already testing you. So if you're interviewing week me, week let's one, say, I'm, what,
0: what are questions you ask? How competitive are you? You know what? I don't care. No, this so, is just, I'm just well, doing a hypothetical. Play. You want to role play? I'm doing like the Office Dude. UK. <laughs> Remember the Office? How's that role play in the Office UK goes, Zach? Yeah, yeah, it's about the complaint upstairs. Yeah, there's been a complaint upstairs. Okay, so the answer is real answer. I'm somewhat competitive and sometimes I don't care. Okay. It, it's very spot specific for me. So you want me to interview you? Yeah, let's okay. go. So being interviewed. What, oh, I got a new job. What, what are you doing job? currently right now? A lot of live streaming. No, pick a job.
1: So if I'm oh, interviewing, obviously, job. I'm not going to recruit you right now because you're tied. So pick a personality.
0: Let me say it. Let me, I'll step back in time when I had a job, I was working at office. When I was 16, I worked at Office America, so I was working at an office supply store.
1: So I'm probably not going to work with you because you're too young. So <laughs> oh, that's step number no, one. No, I'm not 16. Let's yeah. say I was
0: 25. I'm a manager. I'm 30 and I'm a manager at an office supply. So now. why are okay. you working at this place? Because, Staples. you, Why know, are you working at Staples? I just moved and my mom was sick. I had to move back home. I need to get a quick job, but I hate it. So I took this job.
1: So what's next for you?
0: I want something where I have potential for unlimited income.
1: And so what's your game plan to get that?
0: I thought I would go into a sales structure. I talked to my uncle. This is actually a true part of this. I talked to my uncle. My uncle said, when you don't know what to do, you don't have a college degree. Either sell cars or sell financial products. Okay. So he told me, and here, here I am.
1: And here you are. Here I am. So knowing that, how important is it for you to start, you know, making some money and getting what you want out important. of life? Important.
0: I'm sleeping on a couch in a mobile home. I'm so ready to get out. you're pretty
1: committed. I'm committed. So you respond pretty well to it if the direction is given to you. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Let's see what you're gonna do. Simple as that.
0: So. What would I have to have said that would have made me fail, that you wouldn't take me to the past the job interview? If
1: I am speaking to you and I don't get to a point of motivation for you to want to take action, there's no need for me to work with you.
0: So when you're hiring somebody- And by the
1: way, let me explain yeah. this to you. It could change six months from now. Yes. It could change two years from now. So it could be a current thing. So I, I'll have a salesperson that currently right now, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. I had one guy from El Salvador. Yeah. When I first brought him on board as an agent, He was a former economist, phenomenal family, very respectful family in El Salvador politics, all this other stuff. He comes on board for the first three years. Ty, he does nothing.
0: Makes no money.
1: When I tell you nothing, he couldn't sell an insurance policy to his dad. This guy didn't know how to do anything with the business. He goes back to El Salvador, meets his wife, comes back, high school sweetheart. I meet his wife for the first time. His wife had enough energy to light up a city all by herself, okay? She gets them off, she looks at this, and she says, wait a minute, this works. They get to work, they're out of Palmdale, California, right okay. out here. So I tell them, I said, listen, I wanna move you from Palmdale to Houston. They moved to Houston. They made $30,000 that year in Palmdale, okay? Yeah. In a month of December, we're gonna pay them roughly $120,000. Wow.
0: That's 750. In one, or t- in one month. In one month. In one month. So, so um, th- he needed a wife. He, Zach, that, that's my theory on you. Reason. <laughs> Let let me tell you why Zach needs a wife. Let me tell you why Zach, not to interrupt you, but Zach, uh, so we go last year to Cleveland finals. You like basketball? Yes. Okay, so we're at the finals. We fly all the way there. We uh, had seats. It was cool. We had seats behind LeBron James on the bench, and then we had them behind Golden State. Zach, game's over. We thought it was the last game. Cleveland wins. So we got to fly back to Los Angeles. All of a sudden, Zach... He's on a train. I'm like, why the hell are you on a train? You know, a train from Cleveland to Los Angeles is a three day event. He goes, it was only 55 55 hours. hours, What was your reasoning? You didn't have a sleeper, right? He didn't have, he had to sit upright for 55 (laughs) hours. The reason was he went to the airport, forgot his ID, didn't know you can tell them. There's other ways they can verify you. He's a redheaded dude, they're gonna let you. You know, me and this guy, we we look a little ethnic. We get stopped. Zach ain't gonna get stopped. I do have a privilege. And Zach, but he doesn't know that, doesn't ask anybody, doesn't text anybody, doesn't have a wife. He comes back to LA. He's basically here at the house wearing sunglasses. We go to a movie, he's wearing sunglasses. He goes, I didn't understand that movie very well. I said, because you had sunglasses on. (laughs) I go, where's sunglasses? I lost them. He's he's Ubering home from, from my house. I said, where's your keys? Lost them. The man lost everything. Known to me. I said, you need a wife. You need to go to Poland or something like that, Zach. Eastern Europe. Wife in Poland. No, no. Bring, her, bring somebody back. Got it. No, not mail order. He's going to go there. and No, the reason I say that, you need an organized wife who's an S. That's opposite from you. Not for, no, for him. him. No, yeah. no, Zach ain't structure. I need the yang to my yang. Wow. You need the yang to your ying? Is that what you said, Zach? That sounds dirty a little bit, but it sounds pretty effective, so. <laughs> don't ask Zach to elaborate on what that means. Okay, so we've, you've hired people, you've read their personality, you want ambition, it sounds like is the one thing. I want fire, I want you to you respond. Want
1: fire. I can't do anything with you if you don't have fire. But
0: what about the people, play devil's advocate, I meet people that talk a lot, but don't do anything. And then I meet people that seemingly, you know, seem. and then you put them in the job and all of a sudden they're these quiet warriors.
1: But you don't have to, but, but you will get a response. So to me, it doesn't matter about personality. I'll give you an idea, I'll give you an idea right now. We have a guy out of uh, Bakersfield, his name is Hector del Toro, okay? He comes in, I think for the first year, not a single word comes out of this guy's mouth. Quiet, Yeah. doesn't say anything, right? So next thing you know, he starts working, he figures it out, extremely technical, extreme. He wants to sit down and say, why does this person need to buy this life insurance policy? And why is the cost of insurance? He gets so technical that it's like, listen, go talk to these insurance people, figure out the technical part, then come back. Let's get to work. Yeah. When he goes back, he gets convinced. Yep. He says, I got it. I believe everybody needs this. You couldn't slow this, down, uh, slow this guy down. He goes out, writes 52 policies in a single month. The month he figured it out. Huh. Once his conviction was there, off to the races, yeah. right? So now what does he do? I think yesterday, Target Premium, you know Target yeah, yeah. Premium, So yeah. t- commission in a day. Yesterday I think they did $400,000 in Target wow. Premium. Wow. One day, commission wow. in one day. Yeah. $400,000 in one day. Yeah. And if he was here right now, let me tell you where he'd be sitting. He probably would be sitting in that corner talking to nobody.
0: Yeah, so you are right about that. Yes, but introverts it, can be powerful. Once they
1: believe, yes. you gotta get out of their way. Yeah, You can't do anything, they're gonna, they're gonna get what they want. Yeah,
0: you can't always tell, just, just, in general, there's a great book on this called Quiet, The Power of Introverts. A lot of the wealthiest people in the world, most of them are introverts. I'd say the only wealthy extrovert at the top, top level is yeah, probably, listen. yeah, Ellis, Warren Buffett, uh, Jeff Bezos is an introvert. Bill Gates is an introvert. Zuckerberg's an introvert. Um, so it's a very intro, but uh, Charlie Munger's an introvert. Ellison, I don't know. Would you say you're about. an introvert? No, I'm an extrovert. I'm a low extrovert or I'm between. I'm low not extrovert, quite a-
1: only 6.2 million followers. So it's not, <laughs> re- I'm not really an extrovert. I'm <laughs> no, just no. Ty Lopez, you well, know, I'm low-key nose, guy.
0: But see, I'm behind the camera, you see. Hey, let
1: me tell you something. There's something impressive. So for you, while you're building your brand, you got a lot of good, you got a lot of hate. You got a lot of hate and you got a lot of good. Let me tell you what I told your cousin today. I think everybody here needs to know this. You can judge a guy a lot by how long their family can work with them. I'm (laughs) talking to Maya and I said, Maya, how long have you been working with your cousin? You said nine years or seven years? And then his brother is how many years? Seven years? My brother at 18
0: still worked for me. It's better when you train people young.
1: But she went to Tulane. In New Orleans, right? So that's the, yeah. uh, you know, Tulane is Tulane. And she went to Santa Monica Community College, took one corner. You, no, went, you went to, to Santa, Santa Monica, Monica Community,
0: Community College? High In
1: high school. Yes. I so just, is that
0: a good sign that she's worked with, that we, with me for, for a while? You? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah.
1: I think if family can work with family, you're doing something right. So I don't know what, I don't know, by the way, I don't know all the details. Don't all ever quit, I know Maya, is, because there, then there may be he a, will no longer there respect There may be me. a mafia business this family's running, but... Uh, yeah, there's some but, mob money. But, but all, all I know Maya is... Maya holds the mob money. People someone, think I'm in the Illuminati. If someone knows you are like that and they're working with you, doing something right. Because she knows probably stuff about you that nobody else knows about you. And she's still here. She's still here. You know? That's that's uh, Maya's that's a Leo.
0: They're loyal. And my brother Ben's a Leo. August
1: 23rd, right? Yes. August Leos 23rd. are loyal.
0: And you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Who here is a Leo or a Libra? I'm going to shout out a Leo. Leo's like attention the most. Zach right there was like, me. <laughs> Zach, Zach's a what? He's a Leo. Really? Wow. <laughs> so I
1: hire Libras and I hire... Uh, that's because uh, yeah. you're a Libra. Because I, I, I get along with you. Them you meet
0: I, them and you're like, there's something that... You remind <laughs> me of somebody great. About you. There's just something about so you. So there's I, two I can't months we hire.
1: All the other 10 months, we don't do anything with <laughs> them, but... Marty, when are, when you, are you? What's what,
0: yeah,
1: a make oh. get, get along with them, Paul? When, when, February, Aquarius? Aquarius. They're the easiest people to get or along you with. Pisces? Yeah. My wife is Aquarius. She's yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day.
0: Yeah.
1: My son is born February first. Yeah, we get along currently. Scale five, your business
0: but. by understanding astrology. All you single guys, the best pickup line. I swear to you, what's if you go to a bar, if you're at a club. Now, club is a little loud. If you could walk up what's to a your girl. Song? No, no, you don't say what's your sign. That's cheesy. You go up to somebody and you say, if you tell me what day you're born, I'll tell you everything you should do with your life. What career, who you should marry. People will be like, even if they don't believe in astrology, they'll be like, mm, oh my I got to hear what this person's going to say. You got to do a course on this then. Yeah. You, you got to do a course on this. I got a lot of analytical people who, who follow me. So if I start talking about astrology too much, it's like wizardry. You know, they're like, what is wrong with this guy?
1: I just, you know, for me, I pay attention to trends. That's all yes. I pay attention to. I look at people that are born certain days. My dad's April 10th, right? Yeah. So I haven't met a single person that's born in April that I haven't gotten along with. It's very easy. So I study trends. Now, obviously, this is not perfection right. or 100%. It's not scientific. But There is something there. There is,
0: there is there something, is something there. there. All right, let's, uh, let me take a few questions. I saw some interesting ones. Somebody said, I'm a cancer. Thank you. I, I'm glad that they think themselves. They're like, I'm a cancer. Thank me for saying that. Ty, can we discuss obliterating South Korea? Let's talk about this for a second, a little bit off subject. Obliterating South talk, Korea or North, North, North Korea.
1: Korea? You mean North Korea? Yeah, North Korea. But maybe That's they're South. saying
0: that if North Korea attacks, they're going to obliterate yeah. South Korea. Let me just say there's an interesting principle in finance, business, economics. It's called the McDonald's principle. And what it says is that countries that have McDonald's in them never go to war together in history. I don't know if it's always accurate. And the reason is you don't wanna shoot somebody who's paying you money. So China hasn't gone to war to America because China runs off the U.S. economy. They borrow money from us. So if China was to obliterate the United States, they've invested all this money in treasury bonds, they wouldn't get their money back. They For would start trillion. getting interest, yep. yeah, trillions. America doesn't bomb China because where would Wall- what would happen with Walmart and uh, all the things that people buy. So the question is, financially, get your opinion on this: Would the world be a better place if North Korea was trading and doing business with other countries? Maybe Kim Jong Un wouldn't be, you know, so crazy. He does buy a lot of Disney things. I've heard he's a big Disney guy. He's a big. We call him a Disney dictator. He's very tough, but he likes Disney. At the same, he, he has a soft side to himself. So he's a soft. Dictator. <laughs> he's a soft. You know, I'm very, that'd be like, like the godfather. It's like, you What know. do you think
1: about what the guy said, who said, uh, uh, you know, the way you solve the problem is
0: drop a bunch of iPhones in uh, North Korea? Yeah, with internet connection. Yes, if opening borders, generally people don't hate each other. Like California has less racism. I lived in North Carolina, the South. And part of it is because there ain't nobody white left in Los Angeles, sorry to break it to you. If you go to the Grove, which is one of the most popular malls in this city, I, can't, I have some friends, they're like from Sweden. I'm like, you know you're the only blonde hair, blue eyed person in this whole damn thing. And so in the, you, it's hard to be racist when everybody around Who's you. white here, who is white here? We got some white, we got some whiteies.
1: That's 100% white? Zach. He's 100% Zach's white. red-headed. Paul, you're not even 100%, you're half white, half Mexican. Mario's from
0: Guatemala. I'm 60% German, so I'm 60% white, but I don't look white. You look Spanish. I Do most people think you're Spanish?
1: They think. They think. No I'm one Spanish. would think.
0: I never thought you were Persian.
1: Listen, this this nose is a Middle Eastern nose. I got to give it. <laughs>
0: got to give credit to the nose. All right, I'm not going there. So my answer to you, destroying North Korea, you have a good. We drop iPhones on North Korea, not bombs. Should America get involved? Well, if they're shooting missiles like they did the other day, and they potentially could have hit New York and L.A., you probably. If you, how about this, you study trends, right? Sure. If you study history, I'll just ask you this question. Has there ever been a time in history where it worked, it was wise, and that the US intervened in a dictator's regime? Has it ever worked? Has it ever been effective? Has it, we look in hindsight now. Are you perfect. Are you
1: talking about the consequences after you, because short term it may work, but you may have some consequences
0: Adolf Hitler. coming back. America jumped in the war, World War II and helped America, Russia, England, and a very, you know, a coalition, took out Adolf Hitler. Was that good? Yes. Okay, so there's, there's precedent. Have we ever made a mistake? Absolutely. Jumping it? What's Iran? an example of- Jimmy
1: Carter with Iran, with the Iran, Reza Shah Pahlavi. Vietnam or, uh, War
0: was not a wonderful war, with probably not great consequences.
1: It could be Muriel Boatlift, you know, what we did with Cuba, same thing, in 1980, 81. Yeah. You know, when they send, he says, uh, you got to let your prisoners go. And, you know, Cuba sends 125,000 of their prisoners yeah. on the Muriel boat lift to That's Miami. That's where Scarface the movie came year, from. unemployment is 50%. Yeah. Gas stations, half the gas stations shut down in Miami. Uh,
0: so it depends, you know, in So Iran, is North Korea an example of stopping Hitler or is it a mistake like going into Iran or Vietnam? Look at
1: France. I mean, but Iran wasn't threatening anybody. You know, Cuba, right. there the, the, the was not really a threat in Iran. This guy's threatening people. Yes, this so you, you sound
0: like you want. you living down in Texas. I don't even have to ask somebody from Texas what you want to do about Kim Jong-un. They're like, all right, we're going to take the man. We're going to kidnap, we're going to bring Texas, him out. in 18 months. 18 months is well, long enough. What you should enough. worry about we're back. in We're going to take him back a truck and we're going to drag him from Houston to the Dallas Mavericks game. Then we're going to display him at the halftime game. With the Mavs and sell some uh, tickets sell some ticket and build a wall. Okay, let's go on back to business. Okay, uh, business questions. Okay, a lot of people are going to start. Somebody said, ha damn, you're crazy. Patrick, I'm sending you revenue screenshots. What's your advice to somebody watching this who either just has an idea in their head, they're, would love to do what you did, scale from zero to 100 million in seven years, but they'd be happy with you know zero to 100 grand or 100 or sure, a million sure. And they maybe want to sell T-shirts. They want to sell on Amazon. They want to start a social media marketing agency. They want to get in fitness. Like, what's your starter advice? Like the most specific thing. Go to ClickFunnels. Make a website make a YouTube account, like what's go raise capital from an angel investor, like what's your so like? Do I
1: have any experience, by the way? Do I have zero experience? Let's say
0: they have not. Like have I sold something? Let's say they have moderate experience, not really as an entrepreneur, they've worked at so a am job. So I, am I
1: thinking about going in a business model I've never been
0: in before, or I have been in before? Let's just say, let's, let's take one of you. What is a business, you guys? Name your experience in the business that you are thinking of. Okay, somebody said Shopify. What are you selling? Be specific. But let's go to that. So let's say fitness. This we have, Mel is here. She wants to monetize her fitness following. She's got followers, she's in good shape. She wants to maybe, you know, charge a recurring fee for fitness advice, weight loss advice and she's been in the fitness, but she's right. never sold online. Right. She's never built like the brand, like how you're doing it. She's never scaled and built a team to help her. Well, it's like the bare bones. Is it raising capital? Is it reading the book? Is it just jumping in? Is it getting a website, making somebody. A
1: YouTube? Shadow somebody who is very effective okay. and see what they're doing and then see a way that you can do it better and see what's working and create your own model.
0: So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and wanna learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts, in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late Would you shadow uh, for a day, a week, a month, well, a year?
1: Here's what I would do. Let me give you an idea on, on what I would do. I believe in equity. So if I shadow you and I work with you, for instance, I worked for a company and I was with them for seven and a half years. I had no plans of leaving the company. I had one request. I want equity.
0: Yes, you want some shares in the
1: company. I want some equity. I want to be able to know that I can earn equity. If I'm automatically going to be able to own some shares and equity in this, I'm fine. Let's build a business together. I don't yeah. need to be a solo guy because it's insanity when you run a company by yourself. So many people think like you start a company by yourself, it's this wonderful you know, experience that you have, you're better off being with a team. So if I shadow you, and I learn from you, and I become a value to you, then I'm gonna have a conversation with you and saying, hey Ty, here's what I've done for you, I love what you're doing, I wanna be able to earn equity, if not, this is what my plans
0: are. So Go you ahead. shadow somebody like a mentor You would go, would you call them up? Would you direct message them? Would you show up at their
1: office? I would show up to their office. Okay. I would absolutely show up to, give you a story here. So in 2006, my insurance license expired. My assistant told me he he renewed it. You know, every two years you gotta renew, do the courses. He says it's renewed. The next day I see it's not renewed. I'm missing $40,000 of commissions. Wow. I called the Department of Insurance, California. They work slower than, I mean, pond water. They don't even move. They don't do nothing. So I call.
0: You mean government bureaucratic systems aren't very, very efficient? Very surprising.
1: It's very, very surprising. <laughs> I would have never guessed. So then I call these guys. I said, I need my license renewed and I need a favor. Can you guys do that? I said, sir, it's going to take two months. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to fly there tomorrow morning. I'm going to be there in the morning. I'm going to sink for you. I'm going to bring you flowers and I'm going to bring you coffee. She yeah. says, sir, you're not going to do that. A month from now, we'll renew it. We gotta let you go. I said, who's the supervisor? Girl named Gladys. I said, can I talk to her? So I talked, I said, listen, if you don't renew my license, I'm gonna come perform in front of the Department of Insurance tomorrow. I need this license renewed. Sir, you don't need to come. We can't do nothing for you. I take a flight that night. I go to the Department of Insurance in Sacramento. I'm up front. I tell the front (laughs) desk clerk at the hotel, I said, I need two buckets of coffee from Starbucks. I said, I need every- Wait, wait,
0: they sell coffee in buckets?
1: Not buckets. What do you call these things? What do you call it? It's not buckets, but you, I don't even know what's cardboard. You need to go get right? a
0: dairy cow, go to a dairy, get a few milk buckets, hey, bring that. Uh, can you refill my
1: drink, please? This is what you say when you, you <laughs> took ESL, English as second language. No, it's okay, so, I'm not mocking you. So that. I have I like these that. two, two were buckets really the slash cardboards okay. for coffee. I get every single type of uh, sweets they have. I get three dozens of roses. I'm outside and I'm singing while people are coming to work. So I get there at 6 Wait, what song was what, what, Zombie?
0: What's the song Zombie by, what are the, by the Cranberries? It wasn't probably singing probably the worst zombies. song to sing. I, what listen, was it? I
1: was getting attention. I'm singing stuff that's just going to get attention. I can tell you what it was. Persian up that songs? That's probably not going to get attention. i will get me arrested if I start <laughs> singing Persian songs. You sing Pers-
0: Persian songs in can Houston. we call the cops right Iran. now with this guy. <laughs> Zach, that's probably the wrong place to so, sing
1: those songs. So I'm in front of them, and I say, hey, one employee's coming. I said, do you work at the Department of Insurance here. Can you go tell Gladys I'm outside? I'm Patrick with David. They go inside. I'm giving everybody coffee, all the ladies roses. Everybody's getting roses. They go inside. She comes out and so what are you doing? I said, Gladys, I told you, please renew my license. Yeah. I need this $47,000 of commission. She said, I said, if you don't renew, I'm going to bring the army here. I'm going to sing. I'm going to entertain. I'm going to get so much attention until you renew it. She says, if I renew it, will you go home? I said, in a heartbeat. She goes inside, comes back, says, I renewed it. I said, I don't see it on the internet. I call my compliance officer. Five minutes later, renew it. I said, Gladys, thank you so much. I left, came back to LA. What's my point to you here?
0: Sing, if, if when you don't have money. Whether you have b- a voice or not, by the way,
1: because <laughs> Ty and I, we're gonna do some karaoke tonight. No, that, uh, he's we'll a big lose, 80s, viewers, he's, he's a big viewers fan. Um, so no, the point is being this, I don't care who it is, I'm gonna come sit with you and I'm gonna figure out a way to do it in a smooth operator way, not in a let me sit outside of Ty's house yes. here, and hey, at three o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna come and knock yes. on your window and do this. We, get,
0: we arrest people every once in a while here at my house. It's insane. Zach, One dude Zach, came. Zach attracts a lot of uh, yeah, they Yeah, it's the women coming for Zach. No, at two in the morning, a guy literally rang the gate. This is like five days ago. He rings the gate at two in the morning. My, my assistant my, is here. She goes, uh, I can't come to gate. The dude got mad. He goes, I flew here. <laughs> I flew from across the country. I came I wanted to, I didn't want to interact but I was like let me get your game plan straight. When you don't know somebody, you thought the world's greatest idea is to fly across country, bang on their door at 2 in the morning and then get mad when they go they don't want to see you. And I was like this guy's an automatic fail. I I wish we were in Texas. You could shoot shoot a shoot few shots in the air, clear that. You don't even answer your doorbell, you just ch- ch- boom.
1: You wanna know something about Texas? Yeah. I'll tell you something funny, so I went to Texas, you know over here when you buy a gun or something like that, you gotta wait your two yes. weeks or a month or whatever it is, right? Here's how Texas works. <laughs> so, yeah. so I go in and I said I'd like to have one of these, when I buy a lot of stuff and uh, they said okay, sounds good, can we have your uh, social security? Sure, boom, proved. Sounds good. Thank you. I said, okay, I'll come back and pick it up in two weeks. I no. Why are you going to come back and do it? They're like, said, we've already
0: put it in your pickup truck. I said, truck. what do you mean?
1: He <laughs> we're going to help you take it to the car. <laughs> Five minutes later, it went in the car. That's Texas for you. And way they did different than California. They're like,
0: would you like to upsell to this bazooka? Uh, and by the way, every
1: one of them have a, have a sticker on them. You know what it says? What? You cannot take them to the state of California. Really? Everything is anywhere but the state of California. No bazookas. So in the, the point being, if you break into Ty's house, he's got no guns. That's what he's really saying <laughs> no, to you. No, that's not
0: true. I take pictures of no, guns. You,
1: you have taken pictures that's of those. In
0: case Kim Jong-un comes and bangs on the door, he wants his Disney figurine. green.
1: So you said sha- so shadow would be one. So, for so me, shadow, the point I being, like that. Go shadow somebody. Yeah. Go shadow somebody and watch them and see what they're doing. You know, there's so much to be learned from some- I would much rather have somebody. Kobe is at what level he is. He goes to Kim to learn footwork. I mean, yeah. what are you talking about? Yep. Why am I, at, at, after three championships, I'm going to shadow somebody? Yeah. Why am I coming to Akim? Akeem's only got two, I got 3 How much, so you know that whole ego yeah. side. Why are you coming to me shadowing? I think yeah. shadowing is a very, very uh, useful tool that Under a lot of people do. Oh my gosh, I am a big fan of
0: shadowing. You better uh, be careful, because I'm gonna put his address, his office address, but that's good, you need I more live agents. In Beverly Hills. No, no, no! Uh, Don't I, put my look, address. <laughs> He's gonna do the old reversearoo. No, do not do look that. Look for Zach
1: the man in Beverly Hills. It's a new hashtag. Zach the man. Women <laughs> on Instagram. Women Zach, Zach the man. Z a c k the man. Only the cute ladies. Watch you get Zach 78 says, hashtags today. Zach wants a picture ahead man.
0: of time before he'll. You should see Zach on Tinder. He's not like one of these dudes who just swipes. I, I had a friend. Uh, He would literally just do stuff and swipe without looking. Zach's not that way. Zach looks very carefully. He's primarily concerned about personality. Stroke the chin. Concerned about personality only. Extremely
1: respectful for doing that.
0: (laughs) All right, let's move on to uh, when Brandy. Do you brand yourself or do you brand the company? Good question for you. I think today you gotta do both. Okay, so you branded
1: yourself. So initially I only branded the company and then all of a sudden I'm sitting here saying, Every time somebody says I work with Pat, they don't know who I am in the insurance business. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I said, not only am I gonna brand me, I'm gonna teach everybody to brand themselves. Yeah. If you don't do it today, you are, you, you're gonna be left behind today. There's two brands you're building, company and you today. Everybody who is doing, now this is not everybody. Some people's personalities are more, I don't want the limelight. You even see it on Hollywood. You know how some of these guys that are big name actors that don't have a Twitter handle?
0: Yeah. Yeah, some of them behind the scenes, guys like Harrison Ford. Yeah, some of they them, them are, love paparazzi. They don't love. But talking. I think in Kanye the world West, of business. He likes to punch paparazzi.
1: Sorry, he likes to do a little bit more than punch paparazzi. <laughs> but so I would say yes. You got two brands you're building today: yourself and your business. It's very, very important to find ways to brand yourself today. Very. What's your reach today? What's your number?
0: On Facebook. So on a I monthly my-
1: basis, how many people in the world? See, hear, anywhere in the world, see or hear Ty Lopez?
0: I think it's easier to do by the year, probably 200 million, something Per like year. That. So there's yeah. 7 billion people living in
1: the world. Here's the math 7 billion people living in the world, 3% of the world sees this face once per year. Minimum.
0: Sorry about that, guys. I know it's not the prettiest face, but you know,
1: not all of he us. He does c- look like not a professor. All He's got, he's got this uh, look
0: of a professor from uh, UC Berkeley. <laughs> I take my glasses off, though. I, that's why I wear the, you know, if I want to be anonymous, if I take my glasses off in public, people don't know who the hell I am. It's awesome. So do the Clark Kent thing. It's actually real. Okay, how important do you think is choosing a perfect, we're on like tip number 58, but we're given seven, but. For scaling a business from zero to 100, do you think the name's important? Because some people won't build a business till they get the name perfect. What's your opinion? Because you just use your name. Personal brand or your company brand? For your brand. company brand.
1: I don't, I don't think it's, it's, uh, uh, it's that big of a deal. Uh, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. There's a lot of companies that you look at who have terrible names. IBM. Uh, terrible names. Here's what I do believe. Let me say the other part. I do believe there needs to be a story behind it. I yes. do believe there needs to be a story behind it. Whatever that story is, but sometimes it changes. You look at uh, Xerox. Everybody knows Xerox as a company. You know who Xerox was before it became Xerox? It was Haloid. Okay. So the company's name is Haloid. That's a Halloid bad name. Haloid comes up terrible name. They come out with a like product. Sounds like halitosis. It's it's a terrible name. So they, Stinky. So their Good. number one Good. selling product becomes Xerox. Eighty percent of products. Okay. So everybody starts saying, "I bought my product from Xerox." Xerox. So Haloid said, "You know what? We're not Haloid. We're Xerox." They changed their name. So. Names are gonna evolve and uh, as long as you have a story behind it, that's what I would
0: so say So don't get fixated on minor details that you know may or may not I, be I actually did a video
1: on on YouTube. It's called how to choose a logo how to choose an epic logo What's the title of it? Something like that that goes into Case studies of different companies logos you can see it if you go on YouTube and type in value logo You should be able to see that I, I want to put pretty
0: I wanna tylopez.com slash, should we do valuetainment?
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Valuetainment. Um, and we by the way, we
1: did, we did a course for your accelerator earlier. Yes, for, he just uh, did it.
0: All those of you in my uh, paid program, the Entrepreneur Accelerator, we went he just into did an very, awesome scaling yeah. specific stuff. So if you go to tylopez.com slash value you'll see links to his stuff, links to get in the entrepreneur program. Let's do a few more. You okay with sure, a few more minutes? Yeah. All right, Mario. don't get too married to a name or idea before you execute, that's true. How do you get a bigger audience? That's a good question, what's your opinion? Growing a business, you've grown it from zero to 100 million in seven years. What's the components? Is it just marketing, spending more on marketing well, to get a bigger audience? First of
1: all, so how do you get a bigger audience? Nowadays, if you're 36, 24, 36, you can have four million followers. I, I, looks is one of them, yes. right? I mean, you got a lot of people on Instagram that have nine million followers, and they have an incredible body. So, Has one, that been if, your
0: technique? Because that's what Zach did.
1: Definitely not my technique. To get technique. nine million. I don't have the. but you know, when you look like Brad Pitt, that's a different Zach, story. Zach, how did you do it? Zach, the shirtless
0: pictures is what, well. really, you should start posting some shirtless Zach, pictures. Zach, the man.
1: See if the hashtag is there, you know? It's...
0: <laughs> I don't want to repeat what hashtag has come out actually. Really? <laughs> There's hashtags <laughs> trending around Zach's body? No, no. All right, let's get that image out of our head. So, okay, so some people scale by just looking good? So so it's either your look, it's either your voice,
1: because you know how to sing, either you're a a comedian, performer, telling jokes, all that other stuff, or you have value. You know, and by the way, the fourth one, believe it or not, is the most difficult one. But the fourth one, whoever you, for example, a person could have 10,000 followers based on value that could be much different than a person that has 100,000 followers based on looks. Because yeah. somebody may just come to look at you. But if I got 10,000 yeah. coming to value, it's
0: niche. Yeah, It's specific. You make more money. Some, I see there's people, fitness people, that have like 4 million followers. But they don't have engagement and they can't really monetize them. So you could do better. I always tell people, get 10, 20,000 followers. You can make a lot more money than somebody with a million. Because looks, even though they're eye-catching on Instagram, for the most part, I've been around people that have big followings that are good looking. When you walk down the street, people don't necessarily know them because you're just looking at them. It's kind of like porn. Guys look at porn, doesn't mean they care about the porn star. They're just looking at it, right? Whereas if people are following you for a specific reason, take Shark Tank. People know, if Mark Cuban walks down the street, people perceive that guy as a multifaceted, multi-dimensional person. So you add dimensions, like you're saying, by being smart, by adding value, I started with just sharing books that I was reading. Also, A lot of people read books. By the way,
1: indirectly, just so you know, disclaimer, he's not endorsing getting into the porn industry. No. He's just saying that if you see that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna recognize their face elsewhere. <laughs> it's very important to give disclaimers nowadays. No comment,
0: yes. Yeah, you got, I can tell you have compliance lawyers. If we bring that up, yeah. This was not an endorsement of porn. Um, Question for you. Mm-hmm. You're an entrepreneur, did you go to college?
1: I did not, meaning did I get a four year or two year? Yeah. No, I don't have
0: one. So you just went a little bit to college but never finished. I did, I dropped
1: out and I went straight into sales and business.
0: What's your advice to the average person going, hey, should I go to college? Let's say they're 18 or they're 30 and they're trying to decide. What's solve your for X.
1: For me it's always uh, solve for X. Okay, what so do you mean by that? X, what is X for you? So let's sit down and talk, what do you want to do? I want let's to be- Let's say a- somebody
0: wants to start a business.
1: No, no need. Okay. I even asked, by the way, I asked Mark Cuban this question. Mark Cuban was there and we started talking about college, dropping out, he says, the dumbest thing for you to drop out of college.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, tell me why. He says, because you need to learn about accounting, economics, finance, all this other stuff. I said, okay, perfect. What if somebody takes those six courses yes. out of college and they spend 1800 yeah. bucks? Do I still need a four year degree? He goes like this, uh, maybe not. Yeah. So you can just take those six courses yes. for business. Yeah. Now, if you want to be an attorney, Yes.
0: Yeah, medical doctor, medical accountant. engineer. You want to be a CPA, but for the most part, <clears throat> first of all, mark my words, our kids and grandkids are going to laugh at how we educate ourselves. They not only will they not educate the way we do, they will laugh at us and be. You know how like we look back and we're like, let me get this straight. You know, in the 1950s, a black person couldn't drink out of a water fountain. Like people were stupid. Okay, we kind of laugh or look down on that mentality. We're gonna be like, yeah, we would get $150,000 in debt, we'd get a a degree in Egyptology, never been to Egypt, then we go work at a, you know, (laughs) we go work as a case manager at a a product, you know, some company, nothing to do with Egyptology, and we have 80,000 in debt that we couldn't discharge through bankruptcy, that had interest, that bogged us down, 700 bucks a month, and um, we stressed ourselves out, do you remember anything you learned? No. So education is going to move online. It's already been proven. There's a good book on this. The Army started doing research in the late 1940s in the U.S. People learn actually 3% better on average online than they do in a classroom, which blew my mind. There's been over 200 scientifically validated. 3% better. It's just marginally better. Why do it's you think It's because learning in a class has some advantages. You don't know the answer. You ask your teacher, but... That assumes you don't have a numbnut teacher, which half the teachers in the American high school system hand out packets and then look down. I just posted a video on my Insta. got like 2 million views already. Not boosted, nothing. I just posted that it. That
1: video went viral. Like uh, yeah. several, this kid uh, Yeah, it's a kid, deep. and he's just, Phenomenal. He just yeah.
0: yelling. He's just like, why don't you? I like how he talks. He reminds me of one of my brothers. He's like, why don't you just teach the kids, yo? You can't just hand out packets. And the teacher's like this monotone. It's almost like an actress to misrepresent she's like are you done i am a robot are you done leave my room and he's like come on teach anyway the point being if you want to learn account I, i respect mark cuban he sat right here in this chair we talked i don't agree on a on i think some of the college views are outdated that a lot of people have i do agree that the more you learn the more you earn so know yourself if you learn. I have to say, I love, I do not have a college degree, but I will take college classes. Believe it or not, you can just show up at a college campus. Don't do this without permission. I do sometimes. You just show up and go sit in a class. Professors don't care. They're just like, oh, I just walk in and sometimes I'll get permission. Do you take your glasses off? Do you? No, professors are, kid you not, a professor gave me permission, okay, through a student that I knew, a friend of mine at UCLA. It was a class on writing. So I go into the class. At the end, I walk up to the professor. He's like this mad scientist professor, and I was like, hey, I really wanted to thank you for letting me see your cast. This is what he does. He looks up, he goes, uh, puts his hand, mumbles, and walks off. He didn't care. These people are like it's mad scientists. That's a scientific. reputable university. Hey, you see, he, go, he literally went. <laughs> uh, 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 he didn't wanna to talk to me and just walked off. He didn't care if I thanked him. The point being, if you learn well in a classroom, go to a classroom, but test. You can learn online. I got people, hundreds of thousands of people have gone through my paid online programs and people spitting out, I guarantee you, I I don't know how to do an exact head to head because colleges don't release testimonials. I guarantee you, well I can't guarantee, but my hunch is it's exactly the same or better results that I'm getting with my online courses. And I got people with half, with a hundredth of the cost with a 100% money back guarantee. Sometimes people are like, oh, Ty, you're scamming people by teaching courses. I'm like, why? Because you're too stuck in 1953 and you really think, like get with the pro, people think Bitcoin's a scam. I'm like, well. It's the
1: direction we're going. By the way, Milton Friedman, who's one of the smartest ec- economists yep. of all time, Nobel Prize winner. If you want yep. to study anything with capitalism, just go type in Milton Friedman, <laughs> Phil Donahue, Watch that interview from the 80s or the 90s. You're gonna learn more about finance than anything else. In 1999, he said, cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, he used a different phrase, is the future. It's the direction we're going to.
0: Yeah, you're not uh, gonna be able to stop it. I mean, no. you, I have a course, Tylopez.com slash Bitcoin. Go check it out. I bring in the, because I'm getting trained by the best guy. I do what the, you there do. There is a shatter. challenge
1: though. There is a challenge with uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. Here's the only concern that yes. I have, the okay. only one that I have, and I'll tell you Let's this. Talk it. The only concern I have with that is when, like for instance, how does a company have a monopoly? What helps a company have a monopoly? Think about it, the government. It's the only way. Mm -hmm. When the government gets involved, then you have a monopoly. Without the government's involvement, there's not a monopoly, Mm -hmm. right? Because somebody can come in and some- things have
0: natural monopolies, they say, but yes, in general, I agree.
1: So if there is, currently right now, it's a non-regulated product, it's a non so once the regulation gets involved, Depending on who's in office, you heard what uh, JP Morgan Chase, CEO said, that every day we circulate $7 trillion and there's no way that Bitcoin's gonna do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They have to say that because that hurts their business model, yes. right? So depending on who is running it at the White House, what yes. contact, who's funding, all this other stuff, that is the only thing. However, long-term,
0: we're going to- Yeah, but the thing into- about the way Bitcoin works, it's- it's basically manufactured electronically and there's a limited supply that's constantly dripping out till 2040. As long as the government
1: it, doesn't get their hands on it, it's gonna it, be fine.
0: they get it, the technology, if they broke the blockchain, the whole open ledger, it would basically dismantle Bitcoin. So there's always a risk. I don't think they could hijack and control it per se, but they, I mean, Russia did. Russia outlawed cryptocurrency and then they made their own. That's, God that's, help, that's right. the we love you, Russia. You have very interesting, Putin has an interesting, but I, I think it'll be hard. Bill Gates said it's going to be too hard to control even if they, because people will make new coins. If the second bit, if Bitcoin got shut down, now there's something, you know, the second biggest is yeah. called Ethereum. Then you got Bitcoin Cash. Where's you that got at, 430, 420? Yeah, I mean, these are all rising. Yeah. And, and some drop. And so the main thing, it's gonna be like any investment. It's a very you volatile. You can make money or lose money. But, but if, let me just tell you this, and we'll kind of end with this. If Bitcoin is a bubble and it drops to $1, guess who's gonna to try to buy all of it? Me. So I, when are you afraid of a bubble? I'm like, true. please create the bubble. Please have it drop to $1. I will take all the Bitcoin in the world off everybody's hands for $1. It was at one penny. So in some ways, people don't understand, it's like you said, you need, what Pat was saying is important. Learn the fundamentals of money. I became a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. Now I I dropped my certification, I don't need it. I used to be in that industry. I didn't get kicked out, I just voluntarily dropped it because I, I got what I wanted, which I understand the fundamentals of money and when new trends come up, whether it be Bitcoin or not. Bitcoin is even more egalitarian because it's, it's basically straight supply and demand. There's some manipulation of the market with pump and dump and exchanges and stuff. But in general, the reason Bitcoin is going up because more people are buying it It has a finite supply, unlike fiat currencies like the US dollar where they can print if they want, controlled by governors, You know, the Federal Reserve Board. So in general, when you learn how money works, you will not have the same concerns People. Like people say, what happens if Bitcoin goes down? Well, if you believe in it, you should buy more. And you should pray to God every day that you wake up and Bitcoin is at $1. I'm telling you, I do. You don't have to. It, it ain't going to happen. You can pray yeah. that it only goes up. But then if it only goes up, Alan Nation, my second mentor, the smartest person I've ever met. I've met a lot of smart people. He still takes the cake. He always told me, Ty, people don't understand. You make smart people make money in all parts of the capitalistic curve. So you have expansion, peak, contraction, recession, bottom, and then it goes back and You're talking about
1: dollar-cost averaging is what you're talking about. Yeah, you can make money yeah, with dollar-cost
0: averaging or you can time it and wait for the thing. So in 2008, not everybody lost money in real estate. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies was over here. He's a hedge fund guy out of London. In 2008 it was the greatest thing to ever happen to him because he had a whole bunch of investments that they couldn't pay him back. And he got all their real estate. He inherited like shopping malls around the world, but he knew nothing about real estate. He got it when it was low. Now this dude, he'll make 100 million bucks a month. So become sophisticated. Thank you for being here because Pat is a smart guy. He's in the finance business. Um, but for everybody listening, if you read between the lines of what Pat's saying or what I'm trying to say, understand the game. Whether we're talking about North Korea, study history. What are you trying to say on Bitcoin? we are trying to build a personal brand? I loved your thing one of the highlights of this talk. Remember what Pat said, shadow smart people. That's what I've been doing in crypto. I've been flying around, jetting around the world, finding the top, I mean, crypto billionaires, just having dinner with them, listening. You learn more in a, this is my thing to Mark Cuban. It is great to go to college, but if you could spend one year following and shadowing Mark Zuckerberg, Night and day. You can't even That's better than anything. You can keep your Harvard degree. Harvard's better than nothing, but if I had choice Harvard degree or shadow Bezos for a year, shadow Bezos for a month, take that degree. You know what you do? You could print out a little degree. Your friend got his Harvard degree. Anybody who's ever gone to Harvard, trust me, they're a little arrogant. I I dated a girl who went to Harvard. She was, I got to end with this story. Sorry I'm talking a lot, but Libra got me talking. I'm dating this chick. She's valedictorian of like Harvard, okay? I met her random, I literally met her on Yahoo Personals dating site. The first I had a, I had a roommate, <laughs> this guy Craig. First of when I got money, I moved out of a mobile home that I grew up in most of my teenage years, sleeping on a couch, I got a room. I had enough money. I go in this room, Raleigh, North Carolina. There's these two guys staying. We all had the same birthday. Isn't that weird? We met like on some roommate's website. Wow. The dude who had a room next to me, this dude has chicks every freaking night. I go, what the hell are you doing, man? He goes, Yahoo Personals. This was when online dating wasn't big yet, Tinder wasn't there. I'm like, I'm gonna try it. So I put a little thing, first girl I meet had no picture. Little did I know, be very careful of that. Girl, I was like, she has no picture, she's probably cute, she's contacting me. She knocked on the door, I kid you not, no offense to her, she had a wart on her nose like a witch in a cartoon. Is this a Harvard girl? No, no, no. That was the first girl. going to say you dated. But I went out with that girl. She took me salsa dancing, and I ended up becoming a professional salsa dancer. So don't always judge people by how they look, because there's opportunities with people that are classically beautiful or not. She took me to a place called Monta Salsa Club. This is in got Carolina? It. Yeah, and that's how I got in the nightclub. Second girl I met says this Harvard chick. Okay, I'm not going to say her name. She still follows me smart, she came, it was from the ghetto of Pennsylvania, single mom, rose up, full scholarship to Harvard. I, think, I don't know if she was of of the whole thing, but genius. So I got to visit her one time in D.C. Now what I was saying about Harvard people, no offense to Harvard, my grandma actually went to Yale. I didn't go to college. Her friend is the most annoying person on planet Earth. This girl from Harvard. Her, yeah, the, her, the girl I'm dating, her friend. Got it. Is she also Harvard or no? Yes. And boy, did she let you know. It was a little bit like The Office where, the, where Andy Bernard's always like, <clears throat> did I tell you I went to Cornell? Uh, yeah, I went to Cornell. They always, so, this, so this girl, I had read this book called The Wealth of Nations or something. It's by this guy named, Land- no, no, it's not him. It's a Harvard professor named Landis. Wealth of Nations. It's, it's why some nations are poor oh, okay. and it's Landis, L-A-N-D-E-S. I read this book. I go up there and I'm talking to them. She was got a degree in African studies, okay? So we got in a huge argument over colonialism and what had caused problems in in Africa. So I say to her, you know, I just read this book and blah, blah, blah. And this is, and I didn't really say it was a theory. I was like, you know, just arguing the point. She goes, you know nothing. I'm like, what? She flipped out (laughs) at a dinner in Washington, D.C. You know nothing. I go, why? She goes, I went to Harvard. I got my bachelor's in Africa study. Where the hell did you get this stupid theory about Africa? And I just was so happy. I had this book in my suitcase. I go, hold on a second. I go get it out of my luggage. I go, here, it's this book. She goes, who's this moron? I got a bachelor's degree at Harvard. I flipped to the cover page of where he, he was a professor, PhD in African studies from Africa. So I was like, suck it lady. And I left, I walked out the door and I, I lost the relationship with the girl cause she, she was like, you were mean to my friend. I was like, your friend's a dumbass." Anyway, it was a great feeling to have that book. And I was like, please say what idiot has this theory? And she did and I have my book. So I have no idea where, oh, I know where we're talking about that. It's better to shadow Mark Cuban than this Harvard girl. Than to be like this chick. If you go to Harvard, respect, no hate, but please don't be like my ex's friend. What do you think of that if story? You, if
1: you're out there and you remember him from the date, please <laughs> comment on the bottom and let us know and follow hashtag Zach the Man because he may be interested in you. There's a market for everybody, Zach. We're going to figure this thing out. I think that's where Ty was really going. It's like a curveball. You got to follow the... Uh, the, 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 the trail on what he's trying to tell and us. A good
0: thing when I went Yahoo personal with no picture, Zach didn't show up at my door. I'm here for the date. No offense, I'm not big on dating people with beards, but for you, I, you know, Zach, not anymore, not anymore Zach. Said. All right, my man, thank you for staying a little hey, longer.
1: absolutely, had so, a great time. So best
0: place if you want to learn more about Patrick, he's got his YouTube channel, Pat. I like Patrick though. You can go. You can go to uh, tylopez.com slash valuetainment. We'll redirect you. He's got books. If you want to learn about working for him, because I think a lot more people should get in the insurance and investment business. Finance business is a good business. It's where I first started making six figures, built seven figure business, and then I moved to California and got out of the business. But it's an awesome business. So you hiring if smart people? All the time,
1: yep. yeah, all the time. So same thing. If you go to tylopez.com forward slash value tainment, you'll be able to find me. Yep. Message us. We'll figure it out. My oh, man. Thank Buddy. you so much. Absolutely. I got to do this quick giveaway. Let's, Let's do, do this.
0: So I already gave a hundred bucks away. Let's give away the Apple Watch. All right. You hold the watch. We're going to do a question from Pat's business, uh, from his talk about his business. The fourth person I see who answers this gets this Apple Watch. How many uh, salespeople agents work for Pat? over, just say a base number, over X amount of people. First person who's been paying attention, or fourth person. No, don't write the word (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. People, America didn't always learn so well. Let's see here. Um, Nope, not 200. Okay, that's the first one I see. The second one I see, 20,000 is incorrect, not 50,000. All right, the next person I see, tell me when to stop, Zach. Stop. All right, you uh, wait. Tell me when to stop, Dak. Stop. All right, we're gonna go to Facebook. <laughs> uh, there, there we go. Chris Starr, over 5,000. He put over 5,100, which is even more yeah. accurate. So, for all of you listening, thanks for being here. Find somebody to shadow. Um, be careful of dating profiles with no pictures. And Stay away from Harvard girls and. No, no, Harvard girls. She was good, just the friends of the friends. I have broken up with more girls over their friends than actually the girls. Maybe you should not tell them, don't bring a friend. Yeah, I tell them. If you have friends, I don't want to be their friend. I ain't dating your friends. It's like, you're sometimes married, it right? it doesn't work out. Though. You're married. Friends sometimes. Are you married? I am married, yeah. I got. So you had parents. in-laws. I do. Do you get along? Are you willing oh, to yeah. say? Oh, yeah. There was a pause and a hesitation. No, because he the first time, I, first time
1: I met them, I told them a joke, and they, 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 had, they broke the ice, and the rest was history. Oh, so they laughed? Yes. Where is your is your wife Persian? My wife is from Houston, Texas, but she could be Persian from. But she's white, full on white. Joke. Oh. No, she is. So when what was I got I got to tell you the story though. When okay. I got married, uh, at our wedding, so everybody was doubting this because on one side was all the hairy Middle Easterns <laughs> that were not dancing, <laughs> and the other side were all the blue-eyed, good-looking people, green eyes, because my wife's got green eyes, and no one was dancing. And everybody's just wagering saying, there's no way this marriage is gonna work out. One guy is from Iran, Middle Eastern, you know, hot headed, this girl's from Texas, sweetheart. This is not gonna work out. So one guy that night, I'll say his name, his name is Jeff. That night he was sponsored by, was it, who was it? By, uh, by uh, Jack Daniels that night. I wouldn't say he was sponsored he was by Jack sponsored Daniels. By he was he absolutely <laughs> gone in a whole different planet. He gets up and he wants to give this speech. And he says, look, I can tell no one's dancing. There's 450 people here, but no one's dancing. You're concerned whether this marriage is going to work out or not. And I'm telling you, I myself am concerned. But finally, I figured out what they have in common. So they have two things in common. Pat's from Iran. She's from Texas. They both like oil and weapons of mass destruction. This thing's
0: going to be perfect. <laughs> so Everybody that was got joke up and danced, ice. and the rest
1: was history. So. Did the
0: Persians do a Persian dance? They danced, what, man. What's it was a great. Texan dance? A Texan two-step
1: what yeah. is the Texas? T- I still don't know the movie. Shooting
0: guns in the air, like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Yosemite Sam dance? happens
1: all the time. Our neighbors shoot all the time in the air, huh? Do Persian? Can do- you imagine the, the, how people visualize people from Texas? Right, it's like how we visualize when we first went to Texas. No horses.
0: Were and Persian? Out. Do you do a lot of fireworks? Is that big in, in I, I Tehran? I can't
1: say it here on, on camera, what kind of fireworks No, no, do. I mean literal fireworks. I'm not talking about... <laughs> we this. do fireworks, but when we do fireworks, we kind of have flashbacks and we run. So we don't like <laughs> a lot of explosive fire. noises.
0: <laughs> You're like, the, the revolution. <laughs> what year was the revolution? 60? 79. 79. 79. So if, I, if you shoot off fireworks in Tehran, yeah. people have flashbacks in 1979? I would have flashbacks.
1: I don't know if the new age is going to have flashbacks, but it, for us, we, have, we heard noises, we ran. You know, you, you sit there and- you In know,
0: Texas, if gunshots go off, people run towards the gunshot- they With their own gun. They Basically. go, all right, legally, I can take, I can finally legally shoot someone you in the face. You literally
1: will go to a restaurant and they'll be like, boom, right next to the table. Guns.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, uh, I'm sorry, let me put this, can you please put your gun did, over here? Did you see, Zach, that movie, what was that good movie that was out this year about the, rob, the rob, bank robber in Texas? It was I, it. Helen Highwater. Highwater. Who was in that? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Which, Jeff Bridges. Which one's good Hell and movie? Go see Helen High. It's in Texas, right? It's on TV, yeah. So oh, Helen Highwater. It's not theater. If it's on Netflix or wherever, <clears throat> there's this part where he goes to rob a bank in Texas, and dude, everybody's just pulling out guns and shooting back. An armed nation might be a polite nation, but if you get rid of guns, I was in London. They got rid of guns, and they stab everybody. Like there was insane amount they of have stabbing. The highest, yeah, highest the, rate. Ma- the main thing is, unfortunately, bad people figure out a way to kill you. Like in France, I was in France uh, at Cannes Film Festival. We left. The dude mowed down people with a U-Haul truck, killed fifty. So you got to outlight guns, kitchen knives, trucks. You know, it's not the main thing. I'll end with this. Mentor, I'll be, I talk on this and other stuff. you got to fix people's mental problems when they're kids. School's got to be more aware. You can see these kids are wacky when they're 12 and 7. And if you ignore that, you can't just take the guns away. I'm not saying there should be no rules on guns. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying a better way, a more efficient way, is to find people who have fucked up family life One of my best friends, Leon Champion, growing up, the kid had no food. He ate Monday through Friday because he got free meals, and then I went to his house Saturday and Sunday, there was zero food, he would fast Saturday and Sunday. But fast, there's a difference between starving and fasting. Starving is when you have no choice. A kid like that, guess what happened? By the time I was a senior in high school, he was selling coke in school, he had a gun. By the time I came back to North Carolina to visit after I graduated high school, he had been in prison and died in Mm. prison. So guess what? For the most part, either poor people who are, need money or people with mental problems are committing. So you have to fix poverty, and you've got to work on mental problems. And you can't solve all of them, but I promise you, you can't just take away weapons and expect the world to be a normal place. It works in places like Norway and Sweden because they have healthier families, so, they don't, so there's not as many people likely to shoot. It's not the fact that they just take guns away. Cause in London where you take guns away, people mowing people down on the London Bridge, people stab, it's worse to get stabbed. So I don't know what the solution is, but I know mental problems are at all time high in the world, man. I like that you read people. Cause reading people, I, there's another test you can do called the dark triad test, which is different than your test, which shows you likelihood of mental problems. in Hexaco actually, one of my favorite guys in the world is flying in, Dr. David Buss. I don't know if I have time to record a live call, but this is maybe the smartest man in the world on psychology issues. He's a professor. Interesting. Former Harvard. David Buss. Evolutionary psychologist, genius. Trust me, I meet smart people, this dude's next level. It's like geniuses and he's genius of genius. He's top 10 most cited psychologist in human history. He, he's like Freud. I mean, he's not Freud, but he's high. Living, which is interesting. Oh so yeah, he's, nice. my, he's my mentor on psychology stuff. And I've learned, if I could learn one thing in life, we talked about scaling businesses, learn to read people and all its facets, whether to know their personality type, like if their structure, like what you use, this star system, or learning traits of Machiavellianism, neuroticism, all these things. Red flags, there's
1: also red flags you can read, If you
0: met the dude who did, any of these guys who did the mass shootings in any country or mass killings in the last one year or two years, they weren't normal. It wasn't some jolly person like, hey, everybody we're handing out crisp. It was wacky guys, all of them.
1: So, so do you put a background check, mandatory background yes. check on everybody? We background check for employment. No, yeah. no, no, no. For me to get guns. So do you do background check with me? So to I get think guns? it's, I, I, you know. I mean, I, even I, Texas does it, but
0: it's two minutes. I think you should do background checks. Why not? Will you have red flags like, no go, this guy cannot have it. Yeah, or like double check on this person. I mean, in general, not to go long winded, but. Without a doubt, common sense has become not common. I mean, should you be able to buy a bazooka or a tank? Probably not. How about an M16? You know, I'm like, uh, I think the world, it's not the end of the world if you outlaw them, and it's not the end of the world if you keep them. Mm. Um, Their concern is the magazine, though. How big is the magazine? California, I have an AK-47 here, but I have to have a modified clip, so you have to use like a little screwdriver, so you can't shoot that much without but people can Pay buy two. Yeah. PaySync. But the point is, you could sell me an M16 because I'm not gonna go shoot a lot of people. So how do you determine the criteria for that?
1: I and remember, mean, I'm in Texas, so yes. I'm not I'm not here uh, saying one way or another. Well, you Texas look at the, the most
0: free laws. Does it have the most mass shoot? Does it have the most gun murders? No. I mean, places like Illinois. Chicago's got Chicago is number gun. one. Chicago.
1: By a mile. But that's
0: because you have poverty, and you can't. I man, I grew up in. I grew up all around the projects. I didn't live in them, but I lived next door to the projects and I played basketball and all my friends were in the projects. People in the projects are gonna commit crime because believe it or not, sometimes they're just literally hungry. They're still hungry. You still got 20 million people going. So the reason I like doing all this entrepreneur stuff, uh, the reason I'm glad you came on here is for each person here, if you can learn to be around better people by shadowing like what you talked about and you can get your income up, life gets better not only for you as an individual, but for your family, for your kids, or potential kids, and for society as a whole. Poverty, look at North Korea, it's poor, man. You couldn't do what North Korea did in the United States. There's too much wealth. If one dictator, you might not like Trump, but he's not Kim Jong-un. You know everybody has to wake up at five in the morning in North Korea. They assign you your job. As bad as people might think America is, it's not North Korea. So, no wonder North Korea is a disaster. You have, you know, centralized economy. It's everything's fucked there. And so, I think the solution to all this stuff is a lot of common sense. Like, dictator is not common sense. We figured out a long time ago. But, you know, I'm gonna tell you something.
1: I think one of the best things that's happened, I sat down with the former, the prince of Iran, Prince Reza Shah Palabi. Okay. So the son, the living son, currently in DC. We were, had a meeting with Ted Groos and then I met with him. We met at this Italian place, we sat down and we spoke. And we went back uh, to Iran. I said, so tell me what's going on with Iran right now. He says, you know, Iran, uh, for like a two year period, they had the number one fe- female bloggers in the world. The mm-hmm. most female bloggers in the world. Yes. So what happened with that? I said, what's your point? He says, social media yes. has become the biggest problem to the government in Iran. Yes, because they can't control it. They can't control it anymore. Yeah. So, the, so what do you do? I mean, you go back and you look at the one book, The Book Thief, the movie, you know, The Book yep. Thief, the whole story. Yeah, yeah. What's the first thing he does? Let's go burn all the books. Yes. Because if we can control education, we can, con- the whole movie, The Book of Eli, yes. if you can't read only me, the man of power can read, and I don't want to teach you how to read I can control you. Social media is gonna be the great equalizer yes. for governments.
0: Yes. And this is and cryptocurrency going to equalize the financial world, probably.
1: Dollar's going to take a hit. We went through what? We went from a, a barter to gold, and then gold to paper, and then paper to crypto. It's just the evolution. That is yeah. going to take place. But if we can figure out a way to get social media in North Korea, and we can see the videos on what's happening. Yes. Forget about I, I, in My buddy, who's a- Wait, is uh, that WhatsApp? Do you call WhatsApp? What's happening? No, no. Uh, uh, that's actually, that's a pretty good app we come up. Uh, like what's happening? Gonna, I wonder if I get what's sued. What's happening? I've
0: got a new chat app. It's called What's Happening. <laughs> and uh, what's happening. i K. I'm gonna make right? a new North app. Korea. It's called Flitter. You post 140 <laughs> characters. We're gonna make. Uh, uh, what would Facebook? I uh, my grandma once called Facebook and MySpace. She called it FaceSpace. So I thought that was pretty good. She's 99. She's like, where's Face Face? No, it's my aunt. She's like, where's Face Face? I was like, do you mean Facebook or MySpace? She's like, dude, my aunt, she died. She died at almost 100 years old. She with social media. It was the most stereotypical thing. If I would have my phone, she'd be like, back in the day, we didn't have these phones to do these twits. That's what she would call. You <laughs> over here, meeting your not. She always make me feel guilty for coming to visit. That's your ninety-nine-year-old aunt. You haven't come seen her. I remember I took care of you when you're a baby, and now you finally make it over to my house. You sit over in their corner doing your twits and stuff like that. She would have, and I would film her and put on my Snapchat, and people thought it was amazing. But
1: so, what are you saying? twits.com?
0: Twits. We could have CapChat. We could have well. What else we got here? This we got YouTube. Some great Boot ideas YouTube. coming oh, up. No, probably already exists. By, by, uh, Boombtube's owned is by Pornhub. Yuku, right? China's Yuku. No, they have WeChat. Is that's the big one? Yeah, there. but their
1: their YouTube is Yuku. I think it's Yuku, right? Is me that what chat? it is? Yeah.
0: I like MeChat. Fuck WeChat. MeChat. MeChat. It sounds very Chinese. How a Chinese person would speak English. MeChat. That's chat. it. You're gonna have an army of
1: Chinese people waiting outside for you tonight.
0: <laughs> no, there no Chinese people. I don't understand. Yeah, they're Well, I'll be interested people. when China breaks down and social media grows. It's already, crypto helps it because people are just using VPNs and coming in and buying cryptocurrency even though a lot of these things have been outlawed, but it's there's, tough there's to a control big, There's a
1: big audience in Iran that follows by attainment based on
0: VPNs. Yep. I have a lot right. of Middle Eastern followers, a ton. It started because I got Lamborghinis and Ferraris. People like fast cars. I think cars. that beard kind of helps as well. You know, so I, it's kind of like, Middle you know. Middle Eastern? If you I know, I, I did my DNA test. Bit. I'm 0% Middle Eastern wow. and 0% Asian.
1: So no one in your family hooked up with a Middle Eastern? No, nah, man. That's disappointing.
0: <laughs> I would Maybe say Maybe if you, you ever decide
1: ahead. to get married, if okay. you ever decide to get married, you're in a place with a lot of exotic Middle Easterns. Maybe you're gonna continue the generation of A guy, you said you're 60% German. What's the other 40%? I'm
0: like 20% Spanish, Italian. I'm 9% Native American. I'm 6% black. A pretty
1: Armenian girl, local in Glendale. Kardashian? Who knows? Take one of them. Make a baby. Do they like pasty white
0: men? Zach wants to know if Kardashians like pasty white men. Do they like pasty white men? Zach, you're going to marry a Kardashian. Which Kardashian would you marry, Zach? You said Kate? There is no Kate Kardashian. (laughs) Anyone but Jen. Anyone but the ugly one. Caitlyn, oh, he said Caitlyn Jenner. That's what the <laughs> comment was. <laughs> Past marrying age. Of the daughters, which one would you marry? Zach, say the number, say the name. I don't know their names. Somebody said Courtney oh, really? Kourt- yeah. is single and she's an Aries. I like Chloe Kardashian, not to date, but because she retweets my videos, so I've, I've made a, f- I don't know her, but, and I like Tristan. Thompson, you know, he's a basketball player.
1: Are you making any hints here? Like, are you trying? No, no, to no, no, I'm not. Oh, I, I, I thought maybe you're trying to say something here. Friendship, and Chloe? it's like a, you know, message that he wants to make a baby with a Kardashian.
0: No, 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 that do not going on record with that. I will be friends with Tweet smart people. <laughs> I, I don't. You want to be friends with what? Smart people. I think I'm they're smart marketers. They're smarter than people. Oh think. my gosh, they
1: are people, geniuses. People don't give.
0: When it, these, what talk about that one company they just started? How much are they selling? Kylie cosmetics, cosmetics, Cosmetics about four hundred thirty mil. Unbelievable. If that's dumb, if the Kardashians dumb, I would like to be way dumber. <laughs> <laughs> like my goal. If the if Kylie Kardashian, it, 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 she's the youngest, Kylie Jenner. And how old is she by the way? She's twenty or twenty one now, I think. Wow. She's a Leo. Oh <laughs> she's Zach wants to marry Smart. Kylie because she's the richest. Zach wants a sugar mama. Is she really the richest now? The youngest. There ain't nobody else made 430 million in 18 years. The youngest is months. the
1: richest. Wow. The first
0: shall be last and the last shall be first. All right, guys. TyLopez.com slash Valutainment for more on Pat. And uh, if you want to see my Bitcoin Crypto Academy, learn how to get in the game. TyLopez.com slash Bitcoin. Talk to you soon. Dodgers. Who's winning oh, the World Series next year, Zach? Place your bet on camera now. Oh
1: God! It, that was can, not what I was can looking say for. That.
0: Zach says God. He went all oh, God. So Zach, God will win.
1: Are the Dodgers losing anybody?
0: No. You're going with Dodgers again. Zach's yeah. a bandwagoner. He moved to LA, so he's just picking them. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Someone said cool interview. He seemed like a cool dude. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.